Hello, my loves. It's Lala Kent. With Randall. We're back at it again. Here we are. Another Dude. week in quarantine. So can I tell you what I've been doing during quarantine? I've been with you every day, so I know. Go yeah, ahead. so I started watching Vanderpump Rules from season one. Yeah. Because being the vain person that I am, I've only seen Vanderpump Rules seasons that I have been in. Right, because you want to see yourself. Correct. But wait, but hold on, let's rewind. First of all, are you going to give me props for encouraging you to watch it? Yes, but I'm torn on how I feel about watching it now. Because now I'm on season two. I just, I'm halfway through episode one. That means you blew of, through 23 episodes. No, no, no. They only, no, no, no. They only have 10 episodes. Oh, back then. Back then they only had 10 episodes. And I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Because when I joined, like, first of all, I was like kind of exiled from that group for two years. Right. And then once I like became a part of the group around season six and everyone would talk about like, Jax is a liar. He's done this before. Like, I didn't know anything about that. So I encouraged you for a long time. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that you're the star of the show. One of them. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. One you're, of 20 now. Probably 25. It's like twice a fo- It's like twice a football team at this point. But what I want to say is, like, I fell in love with the show, as many people did, because you had six characters who were, like, out of control. Right. And... If you had seen the first four years, you just knew this was like a monumental, insane, fucking, epic mishmash of dysfunction at the highest level. And I kept saying to you all these years, I can't believe you haven't seen it. You need to watch it and watch it. And finally, you turned it on and I watched you go into like this obsessive, like entertaining moment where you just can't get enough. And now you understand where I'm coming from. I look at them and I love, I love, I love everybody there now because they're all become friends and family to us, but they were different people back then. Oh, okay. I cannot picture like season one was all about Jackson Stassi being a couple. Right. I'm like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever watched. Jax was like diehard for her. And I'm like, I cannot picture Did this. Did you get to the this- point where he put the tattoo on? No. Oh, wait till you see he, I, I'm sorry, ruin it for you. He, Tattoos Wait, her, yeah. na- her name. Stop. I don't know it's any of good. this stuff. It's too, you're, you're eight years late. I mean, it's not my no, fault. I'm you not just eight woke years. up. It's like you just got, you just woke no, up. No, vintage reality shows are the best. <laughs> but so I'm watching all of these like relationships and how they're so invested in each other as like a group of friends. And it's so crazy because Stassi's talking about how like I'm 23. I deserve more. And I'm like, oh, these guys are babies. It's unbelievable. It's the craziest shit. But now, let me let me tell you, I remember I was at home in Utah, still living in Utah, and I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with my mom because I was obsessed. Mm-hmm. And there was this, how they kind of split it off was using housewives to promote Vanderpump Rules. Right. And I remember watching with my mom and I looked at her and I was like, who the fuck is ever going to watch Vanderpump? Like that show. Who's going to watch a bunch of servers? Like this show is going to be a flop. This is mortifying. And I knew that I knew this group of people on Vanderpump Rules. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. I was there in Vegas when Stassi and Jax first got together. Oh my God. And two years later is when this, when this show started. That's crazy. That's crazy. No, but in my mind, I was like, this is going to be a flop. Who would watch okay. this? I went the opposite way. You did. I saw, yeah, yeah. I, no, no. I saw episode one, two, and three, and I literally, literally could not stop. And we used to have group texts, like my friends and I, and we used to be like, this is insanity. What, for, for me, first of all, I just want to put it out there. Jax, to me, is the greatest reality villain in the history of television. And I want to further that and say that the things they did in those days, the way they were with each other, the way they just went insane on one another, it was every episode. And so for me to watch you watch this now, and you're you're one of the stars of the show, it's very surreal watching because you're like in shock because you look at them, you only know them kind of as couples and together. Right. But, but back then they were animals. Animals. Oh, it was phenomenal. Well, and I think looking back on when I joined, the chaos was still very much real like no one really had their shit together yet it was all about like we're just gonna go get drunk and fuck whoever we feel right you know well yeah and also they were they were they were like babies they were so young Stassi was 23 in the season that i just watched season one yeah 
23 years old. I, I, I'm telling you. I, I, By I, the way, is this like a normal thing? Stassi's talking about how she had like two breakups with, in a summer. I'm like, and I like serious breakups. I was emotional during that season. It's really sad, but like. <laughs> I was. I saw to see Stassi no. cry. It's very. It's like heartbreaking. No, but what's crazy is now that I know Stassi and what a you know how how she's such a committed human on anything she does. Like that guy she was in that relationship with. What's his name again? Frank. Frank. What, what a, a douche. Fucking asshole. And what I. And by the douche. way, you know I'm just going to put out there. I never. I, I'm. You know me. I'm Switzerland when it comes to opinions on things. But I was watching it. And it was like. Maybe he just did it because he wanted the camera time. Like, maybe that's not really who he is. But boy, did he come off. As someone who's on reality TV, it is the most annoying thing ever when people are like, that's not who I really am. It was editing. It's like, that's bullshit. That's exactly who you are. Like, there was probably more to the story. Yeah. But like, that's you, bitch. Wow. it It was pretty raw. It was pretty nasty. But so good. What I'm saying is 23 years old. Like to have multiple serious boyfriends by the time you're 23, I I never had that. No, you had something different. I had something very different. Yeah, I had this thing called a choo choo train. Okay, we don't need to go into that. See, this is the this is the part. All oh. aboard! Doot, doot. Okay, do so you understand <laughs> that this is going to be in permanent forever? Like people are going to have access. And and you're gonna have. I love that part. No, no, no. The part where we're gonna have children together, and I already have children. Let's just skip that choo choo. Can I just finish? Yeah. You know what they say in relationships sometimes: less is more. Sometimes never believed in that. Yeah, I do. Well, we differ. Okay. So we'll. But let's skip the choo choo. I don't even want to. I don't want to. We're not going to go you. into details but don't, but about who keep... was on board the choo choo no, no, train. No, 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 stop, That's stop, not stop, what it's stop. about. Holy shit! But going Can you back, stop saying the word choo choo train. Going back to. The fuck is going, going on? Going back to our kids. Wait, like, will you just give me your word you won't ever do that again? Right now. Oh my God. I don't like to make promises that I can't keep rent. But you don't need to do the choo-choo train thing unless it's a choo-choo train for like our newborn kid. Can you just do that in the future? All right. I'll work on it. Oh, fuck. It's so funny, you guys, because Randall will sit here and no, like, no. I'll talk about something and then he'll feel like it's a personal attack on him. So he'll start talking about his past and I'm like, okay. okay. Like, but that's I, great. But here's the thing. <laughs> um, okay, I'm, okay, we're going to move on from this because it can go really bad. I want to tell you that we both have passed, and I don't think you were a nun or I was a, a priest. What I want to say is that sometimes those stories are for your past. They stay in the past, and they don't all need to be brought up. And when you're pulling, you, you literally just reached your hand up in the air like you were a conductor on a train and said, choo-choo. <laughs> Could you just save the visual cue? Can we just do that for me for the future? I'm just begging. That's it. The okay. rest of it, the rest of it I'm good with because I love you and you're my future wife. You like to think I'm a nun. You like to think I was a virgin before I got into that this is, relationship. That, well, we both know that wasn't true and nor was I a saint. Now let's move the fuck on to something good. Okay, we'll move the fuck on to something good. <laughs> okay. God. Our advertisers are not going to like that. I, they always tell me to stop the cursing so we can move the fudge on uh, to something good. Can I, I want to tell you something, something important. As things are opening up in the country now, which is something that is very positive, and I am very excited, I'm excited that we're getting to go, we have to go on a trip next week, which is the first time we're going to travel in two months. Yes. To a wedding, which is even more- Even more exciting. And more ballsy. Very not our ballsy. Wed- not our wedding, but no. but you're one of your best friends, one of your childhood best friend's wedding. Yes. my So Madison, my lady of honor yep. in our wedding, her sister- who I also grew up with is getting married. And I kept telling her, you know, it's COVID. Like we should definitely like think about moving this wedding to a different time. Yeah, You tried, wait, both of you tried like multiple times. Cause I've heard the conversations to try to get her to yeah. move it. She, and I love her for this is mm-hmm. like, you guys don't have to show up. I will be getting married on this date, whether you're here or not. So here's the invite, oh, take so, it or leave it. Oh, I didn't even know it was that hardcore. So it was like, it was that hardcore. I'm getting married whether you come or not. I don't give a shit. She didn't even care. Like if her family would show up, wow. that's like how badly wow. she wants to be with this man that she has been with for a few years now. And I loved it. So, you know, she so made it, going. she made it easy because she lives in Austin and she was like, this is where we're going to get married. Most of her family lives in Houston. So she was like, this is the deal. I'll move it to Houston. Hopefully you guys come. If you don't, it is what it is. Well, the, but, the thing I will say is that, you know, knowing Texas is opened up pretty, pretty wide and Houston specifically is open. 
uh, that makes it a little easier for us. And I know that they're putting social distancing still in place, like at the park where the wedding is going to be. So that, that's nice. But I am, I'm actually, uh, I think California this Thursday has a big press conference on Friday. They're going to start easing social distancing. So it's nice. Hopefully, you know, in a safe way, things are starting to open up and, and we get to see the light. At the I end of the hope tunnel. so, because I'm going to be honest, guys, I'm so freaking sick of talking about like these masks and this social distancing and like distancing. Am I saying it right? Distancing. Distancing. Yeah. yeah. I'm just over it. Like I'm bored. Snoozle fest. <laughs> like come up off it. But the masks, and then, no, but the masks are going to be masks. around for a long time. Here's, here's how masks, I feel about the masks. But you understand we're going to be wearing masks. Everyone wants to roll up and be like, you can't wear the mask unless it's like the gr- medical grade mask. And so everyone wants these medical grade masks. And then they're like, don't wear the medical masks because those are for people on the front lines. So just use a towel or anything. It's like, which way are we going here? Like, can you guys figure it out so know, that we know what's happening? Well, I think the most important thing, at least from what I've read, and I'm not a doctor, so I always like to preface that. But the nice thing is that we're having social distance and we do wear the mask where we're supposed to. And and I think we're going to have that for a long time. But that's okay because at least if I can go to a restaurant and eat or go, you know, back to work to an office. For me, I just want to see people get back to work and and be able to put food on their table because I know a lot of people this is this is going to be really heartbreaking. So uh, I'm just bummed about the whole distancing thing because I'm a hugger, even if like I just met yeah, you. Yeah, that's over. That's over for a while. I know. It's such a bummer. I'd, I'd say I, my guess, and again, it's only a guess. My guess is we're probably 12 months away before we are able to safely just hug and shake hands. But hey, you know what? If we can go back to work and we can, we can go enjoy life at, at some form, right. I'll take that than sitting in my in my house staring at a wall. Although we've had a lot of fun for the last couple of months. I know. I saw this funny meme the other day and it was like all these rich people complaining that they have to stay in their homes telling us that we need to get over the fact we have to stay home. Meanwhile, their cribs are looking like this and it like shows an aerial view of like tennis courts and like <laughs> pools and Ferris wheels. It's like, Oh, you, you mean know? people? Oh, you mean like a lot of wealthy people complaining, right? That are that are uh, no, that are like yeah. telling other people like you guys need to learn how to stay home. It's like okay, well, also remember that a lot of people live in like an apartment, an apartment with, with and four people. Yes, I, I have. I want to say something. I have a friend that is struggling, like a lot of people, and lives in a, a one bedroom apartment with with two roommates. And gangster, he, gangster. And he said to me, he's like, you know what? I, every day I go out, I put the mask on. I walk, I walk, you know, run, do that. I, I said, you know, listen, as long as you're safe, you got to do what you get. Like, you can't go insane, but he's not also not running up to people and hugging them. He's right. just trying to have space or walk around. And he's places. basically doing everything that the news has told us to do. Correct. Correct. Because the news loves to tell us what to do. Now, I want to say something about today's guest. Tell I'm us. Pivoting. Remember, pivot. Remember how I tell you I pivot? We're going to switch gears here. It's like Jimmy Kimmel pivot. I am excited because I need to say something about this guest. Our guest today, Lala, you have brought this guest on the show, which is a co-cast member on your show. Yes. Somebody who I really love, who has been so kind to me since the day I met her, even when the shit hit the fan on the show for you. With us. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, yeah. you had to take the grunt of it those first two years. And Sheena Shea. Yep. One thing I love about Sheena, and I will tell her this straight up. She has been ride or die for you from day one, and she has been such a kind person to me when she didn't know anything about me and didn't have to and all the bullshit where the feud was going on with the cast. So I, I've always loved Sheena, and I think she's one of the most fun people uh, of, of, you know. I've always said that if I was going to be in a relationship with a girl, it would definitely be Sheena Shea because she seems like See, just we're so- back to that again. No, but she just seems like so much fun to be with, you know? Like, oh, she, she loves life. One thing I love about life. Sheena- one thing I love about Sheena, I agree with you. That is the probably the best summary. Yeah. She lives her life to the fullest. And when she was super single and getting all that heat for all this shit, you know what? She was single and living her life. And now she's in this committed relationship and God bless her. She's happy. Yeah. So I, I got nothing. I don't know why she gets all that flack. I'm not in the know kind of, but I just think she's such a cool 
uh, friend to you and, and, and so fun to be around. I, I'm obsessed with her and the fact that she's doing this podcast after some really shitty things I've said because Lord knows Lala likes to say a lot of fucked up shit <laughs> and she shook that off like a gangster. So I'm excited to have her. Let's get her on the line and we will be right back. We are back with one of my most favorite human beings in the world. I call her Shishu. You guys know her as Sheena Shea. What's up, baby girl? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're hanging in here. Sheena, I just got to tell you, I just blew your shit up. Like, like just, just told everybody how amazing you are and how stoked I was because I just needed to put it out there that before you came on, that the one ride or die motherfucker that has been <laughs> Go Randall, Go Lala from the day we got together, even though Lala was getting tortured on the show, you were always my friend. You were always kind to me. You never judged, and I just want to thank you, and I was saying that to the audience, that I am very grateful that you have been Lala's friend and my friend because, you know, you deserve an award for for just being, you know, just a real friend from day one. I appreciate that. Oh, hell yeah. I love you guys. I've always been Team Randall and Lala. Yeah. So, sheesh, I started watching the show from season one. I've never yeah. seen it. Dude, can I just tell you, I feel like you've kept the – the same like kind heart since the jump like how do you attribute that to your upbringing how you shake things off so easily I think so I think I'm very similar to my mom in a lot of ways some of the annoying ways and also some of the very loving ways but um I mean we've lost a lot of people in our lives like early on you know both of her parents passed away in the same year same with my dad's all four of them in the same year and I felt like that just kind of started something almost like inside of us where it was just like you know life is too short and you just need to be as kind as possible as much as possible because you just like never know how quick someone can be taken from you and I tried to just carry that on in my life and just to Treat people the way I want to be treated. I was bullied. Oh, you practiced the you practiced the golden rule. You know, <laughs> I think after being bullied so much in junior high, I just never wanted to make anyone else feel that way. And that's what even like with like Dana at the beginning of the season, I'm like, I wasn't actually mean. Did I make her do some bitch work? Sure, <laughs> but I like. I wasn't actually mean and I felt bad the entire time, but it was like Peter telling me, have her do this, have her do that production saying, do this. I'm like, Oh, okay. But it's just like, that's just not me. You know what though? When I was watching, I'm like, Sheena is trying so hard to be mean to this girl and it's just (laughs) not happening. By the way, I agree. agree. Sheena, it is not your nature. Like I, I feel like I have a really good read on people like from day one. And I always was like, I'm, I'm down with Sheena. She is a friend to us. She's cool. And you've never been like mean, but you're kind of like Lala. Like if so, I mean, no, no, it, no. She's much kinder than no, no, I no. am. But what I mean, what I mean is, <laughs> no, but, Don't okay, say no, no, that. okay. But what I mean is like, she will defend, she will not let somebody walk on her. No. Like in that respect, like Sheena, if somebody fucks yeah. with you, you step right up to the plate, like quick, but you're very, very kind. That's who you are, you know? And Lala, you're very kind. You're very kind. You just don't show, it. show it. I just don't show you, it. You <laughs> but, but, but I just want to say something is that, you know, I was telling people before you came out, I was like, you know what I love Sheena is that you, you remind me of me when I was younger. I'm really old now, but when I was younger, like I lived. <laughs> I live my life, you know, to the fullest. And I feel like you do that. And when you were single, like people giving you shit for having a great fucking time and putting it all out there, who gives a shit? And now you're in this happy relationship with, with a guy I've gotten to know, you know, and I, and I love him. And I just feel like you're in your like best place right now. It, it, It looks like, and feels like, yeah, I really feel that way too. And I mean, you know, it took 34 years to get here, but I mean, I would have waited longer to be as happy as I am now. So, but I feel like you don't act thirty-four. No. Like you have a young, no, vivacious spirit. Like, but it's like I feel like when people say that, and they're like, "Oh, you dress this way, you don't act this way." I'm like, "Okay, but it's not like a maturity thing. Like I just have like a young soul, and I like to, you know, my little sister. I mean, she's twenty-two. She keeps me young. I do have some younger friends. I mean, my boyfriend's younger, but I, I." 
think I've still been through so much in life that I can, you know, act young and dress young and just still have that appreciation for life because I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. If I want to dress like my little sister, then I'm going to. Well, I know that I've commented (laughs) on that, but Sheena, if there's one thing I adore about you, it's that you fucking rock your style until the wheels fall off you. And you know, that's people were, would say things about the way I would dress or things that come out of my mouth. And it's just, you know, it is what it is. Like at the end of the day, that's what makes you who you are. And that's what makes people want to follow you and inspire you inspire yeah. people because it's like, you don't give a damn. And, and I want to say something about the age. Yeah. And I want to say something about the age thing, Sheena, you're right. Like 35 going on 25, I think is fucking awesome. It's what keeps you alive. It's what make it let you grow old gracefully. I'm 49 going on 12. And I think that, and, and, and I, by the way, it took me till four years ago to, you know, find my perfect place. And you know what? It doesn't matter when you find it. But like you said, when you find it, it's gold. It's right. just gold. Yeah. And also, I didn't like get my ass in shape to not show it off, you know? <laughs> Amen, sis. Like, I feel like I'm going to be that 80 year old who still is like letting my tattooed tit out and having the best time ever. But, yeah. Sheena, I have to ask you this. What was Brock's, how did he feel about the music video? One more time. Um, He watched it a couple months ago. And I mean, we had made jokes about reshooting it and having him be the guy in it. Right. But it was going to cost a few thousand that was unnecessary to spend. Also, when I thought about the name of the song, the concept of it and what it's about, I'm like, I don't want my boyfriend who I'm in love with to be the guy that I'm talking about just fucking one more time, one last time. Right. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, yeah, I agree with that. You I know, agree. I'm like, but the next video I do, like, he will be the guy in it because it'll be a song where it's the place in my life that I'm in now. And I had to remind him, I'm like, first of all, I wrote this song almost two years ago. This was like, it was 2007, 2018. I wrote that song. Sean too and I recorded it, wrote it in like two hours. It was in the dark days of autumn and I I was just in such a different place. And then it took like nine, 10 months to film a video. And at the time it was just, I was talking to Brett about the song. He's like, Oh, that's dope. And I'm like, have you ever been in a music video? Like, would you want to like, you have that like model-y look. And I thought it was just going to be fun. And now like watching footage back and like seeing the things he said behind my back, I'm like, you may have thought you said these things to my face, but you have the most roundabout fucking way of describing being uncomfortable. Like it was like, well, you know, I do value you as a friend. And then behind my back, he's like, Oh my God, I wouldn't fuck her with a 10 foot pole. Well, Sina, I, it's like, I feel like we're getting the tea right now in Vanderbilt. We are this, getting the tea. I'm going to let you two <laughs> I go love on. it. I'm going to let you two tea no, it No, but up. can I tell you, when Brett first stepped onto Vanderpump, I was like, all right, good-looking dude. He'll be great for the show. And then there, like, what he was saying on camera and what he was, like, his actions, I'm like, dude, reality TV, there's no gray area. Like, you're going to really hate the way you look if you yeah. don't have those two things add up. And it was fucked up, Sheena. Like, even the way Max and Brett were treating Dana, I was like, Dana, you want to be with these two douchebags? Like, what is happening? And see, the difference with Max and Brett is Max learned his lesson very early on in the season. Like, his first interviews that he did that aired in the first couple episodes, like, genuinely hurt my feelings. I called him. We had a conversation about it. I'm like, just be, I'm like, just because someone's like suggesting you say this or you think it's funny. I'm like, you need to think about the words you're saying because like that really hurt my feelings and not one word since then has been said negative about me because he learned his lesson and he values our friendship. Brett, on the other hand, is all about how much camera time can I get? And if I talk about <laughs> Sheena, I'm going to get camera time. Let's talk about Sheena because that's the only thing interesting about me to fucking film. Oh, oh my God. Oh and my like, God. The Sheena, you are... I just want to tell you, you are the, a far, five-star player. Piping I mean, I guarantee you, I guarantee you on Brett and Dana's date, an hour of that conversation was about me and why it didn't air is shocking. But I'm like, <laughs> watch. I go, I go, Brock, 20 bucks on their date being about me. And then it wasn't. I was like, wait. I was like, there's no fucking way. Brett's not interesting unless he's talking about me. Oh, my God. You are. You are. That is very true. <laughs> I, 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 and I, I will say the day that he said that he could have fucked me while filming my music video. 
I'm like, I'm sorry, are there not two people here? Because that's a consensual thing. And I wouldn't have agreed to that. And we never talked about that. I also had another man in my bed that night who's the guy at the end of the music video. Oh, you're I'm like, you're so if you seriously you're thought I would have been so disrespectful to a guy that I'm like hanging out with while you're in the same house under the same roof, you're disgusting. Shame on you for thinking that. I want you to listen to this real quick. Okay. What is that? That was Sheena dropping the mic. Oh, that was a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dad, dad joke. But wait, I want, I want to just, I want to just pivot for a second to or transition. He to wants a, to switch gears. Sheena. Wanna, no, 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 no. I, Let's by the way, gears. no, no, Sheena. I love because fans I know love this stuff. I am, I'm, I just think it's great the two of you going off because this is like normal conversation with you two. But yeah, tell me real quick because I, I don't know the history and I love Brock. So tell me the history, like real quick how you met him, how this became a romance, how you got to Australia, and then you ended up in Bali. This sounds like the whirlwind fairy tale. And he, okay, and I think, you know, obviously I think of myself I as I thought Bra- you did it right, Rand. I think Brock may have outdone you as far as like- You want to fucking go there? Courting you want You want to go there? I fucking dare you. I dare you. I'll buy an island today if you fuck with me like that. Oh, no. well, then I'm going to keep going. <laughs> no, wait. I just want to say something. No, but no, he's obviously a romantic and, and a big heart. And I, I know him. I just want to hear kind of like how it started, how it happened, because it just seemed like such a cool whirlwind. And and we all we know about that, Lala. And I, so yeah. Share, share. So the long version is on my YouTube and my Meet My Boyfriend video if you want all the tea. <laughs> but... The short version is we were at an after party, neither of us sober, at about 2 a.m. in San Diego. He started talking to me. I heard the accent. I was like, wait, I was just in Australia, New Zealand. Let me show you some photos of me and koalas. And so we started chatting. And then that night, he walked me out to my Uber, hugged me until the Uber came because it was so cold outside and we already walked out. And then nothing. And then the next day... One of the girls I was with was like, oh, she's like, go check your 99 plus DMs. I know you never do, but there's a cute video of us from the club last night. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go check. And then I see above it, his Instagram name at the time was Be The Lion. And I was like, who's this? And I opened it up and he slid in the DMs. We ended up meeting up, went to the festival together that night. And then after we went out that night, we went actually and met up with Max at a bar in PB, hung out with him. So from day one, Brock's known like Max and I are like, that's like my homie. And now they're such good friends. And I love that. Oh, that's cool. And so every time we're like down, like Max and I will carpool down to San Diego to see him like normally when we're not in quarantine. And um, we just, I was like, wow, he gets along with my friends. And like the first day I met this guy, the last guy I dated, like you guys are hitting it off. Like, this is great. Okay, quick, wait, wait, quick question, because I want you to keep going, because I love this. Lala and I have asked a lot of people this question. Did you give it up the first night? Because Lala has a whole take on this. I just want to hear... Because Lala Brock? gave it up the yeah, first night. Yeah, with Brock. Did you give it up to him the first night? No, it was it was two and a half weeks. Oh, oh the, yeah. the pussy on wow. a pedestal. <laughs> oh, yeah. she classy. So for for um, Jax to go on the after show and say I give it up on the first night, I'm like, Jax, you know nothing about me. Literally, <laughs> like, you're like sometimes I do, but not this time. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, I mean, have I done that before? Yeah, I'm an adult. You're feeling it. You're feeling it. <laughs> we all are adults. We understand. No, we hung out several times before we did, and we even went to another festival together, and then went with Max and his ex girlfriend, my friend Drea. We end up at a rave until like 5 a.m. in a car parking lot in San Diego. So random. And that night, then again, nothing happened. We were like too fucked up to like have sex. So nothing even happened until the next day. But then after that, so it was like, because we had had whiskey dick. We had whiskey (laughs) dick and bad. Wasn't happening. Yep. So nothing happened until the day after that. And so that's kind of what we mark is like, when we started dating, because the first two weeks, I was still talking to someone else. He was kind of talking to someone else. But once we slept together, we're like, fuck, that was so good. How? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's- okay well, hold on. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take a quick break. We're going to come right back. And then I want to hear this magical Australia to Bali surprise, because I saw your Instagram when I was like, oh, this guy did it right. 
This yeah. guy definitely did it right. So we'll be right back in a minute. Sheena, everybody stay tuned. Don't go anywhere because this is just too good. Yeah. We're back with Miss Shishu, and she's spilling the tea on her romance with, uh, I like to call him Jason Momoa because I can't tell the two apart. (laughs) (laughs) He does, right? God, I feel really, really out of place here in that conversation. (laughs) All right. You're like Jason Momoa if he, like, was a 12-pack of Bud Light. You're looking at me, and I'm like, God, this sucks. I love you more than anything. I know, I love you, but Brock, Brock, Brock is... Every time I see Brock, I'm like, thank God I'm his friend because I would just hate on him in every fucking way. Oh my God, that's so funny. I'm like, that and guy. He's like, he's such a nice, like, he's person. The like, he's like a biggest teddy bear. No, he always has love for me. He's always kind and generous. And I'm like, God, what is, where's, where's the flaw in this guy? Yeah, like, you want him to be a douchebag. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> I don't he's want not. him to it's be because I'm he's a not chick. American. They breathe better down there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so once you guys once you guys went to Bangtown, <laughs> then he decided to take you on a trip. Yeah, so he was going to Australia for a rugby game, but he was going to stay out there for like six weeks and see his family and all of this stuff. And we're like, wait, we just like started dating. Now you're going to like leave for six weeks? And he's like, you should come. I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe. Wait, did you and- meet his family? Yeah, met the fam. Uh Oh, he wants you as the wifey, sheesh. (laughs) So, yeah, he um, was like, how about I fly you out? And then it was like Halloween. I was supposed to perform at Sir. And I was like, I have plans. And he was like, well, check your email because I just booked you a flight. He's like, I'll "I'll pay you to not go to Sir. How much (gasps) are they paying you? And I was like, well, first of all, you're not paying me, but they're not paying me enough to stay. So I'll take the flight. Wow. <laughs> wow you're so classy, man. I would have been like, uh, 20 grand. <laughs> <laughs> you would not. No, I wouldn't. Come on. Okay. So keep so, going. Yeah. So we got, um, I flew into Brisbane. Um, we met his family on the Gold Coast, did Halloween out there, which is not the same, but it was still so much fun. Got to meet his mom and sister. And those are like the two women, like absolutely closest in his life. So that was amazing. And then I think we're going to Uluru to the middle of the outback to see some like big rock in a light field. And I was really excited for this. (laughs) That's amazing. So we get to the airport and he's like telling me like he needs to like wrap his bag with the plastic wrap and then he needs to go do this. And he's like, I got to run to the bathroom. Like, and I'm like, okay, like whatever. And I also like, I don't, I travel a ton, but not really internationally. So still with customs, I get a little confused. I'm like, wait, do you get your bag at the whatever passport? So I'm just following his lead, not even paying attention. Cause he just said, let me be the man. Let me take care of it. He's like, when we get to the airport, I'll hold your passport. I'll do everything. I'm like, okay, I've learned my lesson on emasculating men in the past. So you take <laughs> care of it. I'm not asking shit. So literally, I was like the easiest person to trick because I'm not paying attention. But I remember when he ran up to the gate, I guess he told the flight attendants like that I didn't know where I was going and to play along with it. So then when I come up to the gate, the chick recognizes me. And so he like starts like sweating like, oh, shit, she's going to blow it. She's going to blow it like she knows who Sheena is. And she was like, are you excited to go to Uluru? You have to see the big rock. And was like, wow, so she in played on along. No. And I was ass. like, yeah, I'm so excited for this. And this then is the felt, most epic thing ever. He felt bad because he knew how excited I was to see this light field. And then he was like, felt bad that he was going to disappoint me. But I went to Bali and got to walk around with elephants and play with monkeys. So I was totally happy. We get all the way, like on the plane, literally on the plane. I have no idea still. And this guy's like bag wouldn't fit in the overhead thing. And the flight attendant was like, sir, sir. He's like, we're going to have to check your bag. And they're like fighting about the bag. And Brock's like trying to get me to put my headphones on. I'm like, there's not even TVs on this flight. Why am I putting my headphones on? (laughs) And the guy goes, sir, when we land in Bali, you'll get your bag. And then I go, wait, they're like a layover in Bali. (laughs) 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 But then I'm looking at the plane and I'm looking at what everyone's wearing. And I'm like, these people do not look like they're going to the middle of the outback. I have like my like Tim's on. Like I do not look like I'm going to Bali. <laughs> oh, oh, you're, my you're God. looking like this Crocodile so Dundee. Dumb. Yeah. So then it was just kind of like surprise. And yeah, I went there for five days wow. and uh, 
that's like really where I think we fell in love over the three weeks of FaceTime, like before I went out there. But in Bali, that like solidified. Right. It. I was just going to say. Who said I love you first? Oh, he did. Yeah. I mean, he's. Yeah, taking- I made that mistake in my last relationship and he never really said it back. So oh, I was shit. like, never again. Wow. <laughs> right. No, I'm glad he. they should always say it first. Yeah. And yeah, it was the best moment. We were at this place called Finns, like on the water, sunset. We're like multi, multi millionaires in Bali. How cheap everything is. It's insane. So we have like our own like floating cabana, just the two of us. And it was just the best night ever. Wow. Yeah. That sounds. By That's the way, like the ne- treatment that every chick deserves. Yeah. And I've never had. <laughs> I, well, I just want to say, first of all, it's amazing. And second of all, better late than never. And third of all, how what a magical time for two people. I can't even imagine being in that place in that moment that that had to be really special. And I'm I'm so happy for you because I didn't know this. I just saw an Instagram like Sheena's just living her greatest life again. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know you were living your greatest life until Brock and I met up at BravoCon. And I was yeah. like, wow, they're they're really in love. Like this is her. They're really like, yeah, they're uh, like a fun. Couple. You could just tell each of you you know, we're head over heels about each other. So when I talked to you guys individually, it was the same, you know, very, yeah. you could just tell. So I felt like with this one, I'm like this, it just, it felt so real and so different than anything I've experienced before with anyone that I was like, I mean, yeah, I wanted to bring him around. I wanted him to meet my friends, but then I was worried what people would think. Like if they're going to think like, Oh, he's using you to get on the show. And I'm like, just because we're on a show doesn't mean every single guy Kristen and I date are using us to get on the show. Like he didn't even know what the show was. And so I was like kind of nervous to like bring him around at first, but I was just like, you know what? I don't fucking care. This is the most real in love I've ever felt. And like, I don't care if people are like, Oh, it's only been a month. It's only been two months. I'm like, Okay, Lisa Vanderpump, you got married in like three weeks. So don't tell me that I have to save my time. Thank you. Well, and I, and I want to say something. At the end of the day, and, and Lala and I said this from day one, babe. We, we always said this. At the end of the day, it's our life. And people are going to judge. That's the easiest thing in the world. You know what? You know what it costs to criticize another human being? Nothing. It's free. You open your mouth yeah. and you can talk shit. But at the end of the day, you put your head down on that pillow and you two decide the life that you want. And clearly you guys did that already. And you're living your best life. And I think that's amazing because you know what Law and I have been through and what we've dealt with. Yeah. I, I love to see you so happy. And I is love he open to filming Sheena. Like say we get picked up for another season. Have you guys talked about that? I think he will be as involved as Rand was this past season. Like he'll be there for like big events. Like obviously if like y'all's or Stassi's wedding is on the show, if Ariana's birthday or like something like, like the highlight moments of, yeah. of right. the show. But he also, he lives in San Diego and he's running a business seven days a week. He needs to be in his gym because when he's gone for like a week, it goes to shit. It's like people like can't work without him here. So it's very important that he's here often. Especially, I want to say something, especially coming out of this crisis and pandemic, all of us have been affected financially. And if you're a a business owner, I mean, he's got to be, he's going to have to come back out of this and be probably 24 seven just to get it back you know, exactly. to, uh, to, to get and it back I'm like, out. Yeah. Yeah. And this is my job. It's not his. He didn't sign up for a reality show when we started dating. He knows that that's a part of my life, a huge part that he's probably going to need to become a part of, but it'll be on his own terms and his own schedule because I'm like, look, I'm so down to have the cameras come down and film at our gym in San Diego. We can do that, but right. yeah, if you right. expect him to be in LA every week and have call times like that's, just not going to work with his schedule, especially coming straight out of a pandemic. No, absolutely. And then you have your new YouTube channel. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear about that. So, you, I know you're pumped up. I have had so much fun with this. It's so fun to be your own producer, director, and editor and just right? be in control. You control all the content that people see. That's got to be... Everything. And like the comments have been, I would say, about 99% positive, which is insane. So what do you... What, how do you go about your YouTube channel? Like, do you say this episode is going to be about this and this is what we'll shoot tomorrow? Or do you kind of just fly by the seat of your pants? It, it kind of just depends on what's going on. Like, we've done some, like, I did um like a London, like a travel vlog with like my family. And then I've done like a Q&A. I did like Kristen's surprise birthday party. 
Brock and I, like he just did my makeup last week. Oh my we've God, gotten, that's fun. Yeah. So we've just like, we keep thinking of fun concepts. And so every week is totally different. We just did another Q&A that'll be out on Wednesday. I posted my music video today. And how was the response for the music video? Everyone, like, they're like, oh, Brett was uncomfortable. He doesn't look uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I violated him. Like, fuck off, dude. Well, the thing is, is when he said that, and this was not shown on the show, but when he was, he told me like, Sheena offered me a blow job. And I was like, well, that sounds pretty nice. Like that's <laughs> like, first of all, and number two, like I offer that shit all the time. It's a joke. Yeah, a joke. exactly. And no, I was it's a like, joke. Right, I'm like, there were six people in the room and we were like making a joke about like how, like I wasn't paying you. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to be paid in cash or a blow job? <laughs> right. It was a and joke. I'm like, it was a joke. I'm like, if you actually thought I was going to get down on my knees in that moment and suck your dick, you're strongly mistaken. Well, dude, Sheena, can I tell you last or no, I th- it was last year, or maybe two years ago that we went to Utah for my mom's Humane Society Gala. And uh-huh. I was so wasted on whiskey. And this story, one of, this story you're going to tell of, too? Yeah. This one, you're just on a roll And today. Randall and I go up because we are auctioning off a dinner to Sir. Flights included a dinner with the cast of Vanderpump Rules. Walk on roll for movie. A lot yeah. of things. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Okay, so during this, me auctioning off dinner with the cast of Vanderpump Rules with airfare and hotel, to get the to get the bidders high, I tell them that I will show them one nipple wait, as wait, well. Wait. Hold on, but let me in front of all of these fucking like it's a Mormon state. No, no, like, it's the most. Hold on. Let me let me let me set the tone of the room because I think we don't have it. It's the most conservative room you can be in. And here is Lala <laughs> trying to rally the troops. God bless her heart to raise money for the animals. And she goes, and I'll throw in a shot of my nipple. And the room you would think that you dropped. You could hear a penny. No, it was like an atomic bomb. It was. I crazy. I wanted to crawl under the stage. So what I'm saying to Harry you, Kelly. Sheena. Is oh my I God. thoroughly enjoy anyone who is willing to joke about nipples and blowjobs. Yeah. Okay. I, on the other <laughs> like, hand, I on the other hand choose a different route. But um, what, let me. I, I want to ask something, and and because you know we're running out of time, and this is that you got you two could go on. For I a could year. talk to Sheena for my whole life. But let me just ask this, <laughs> Sheena. I was. I got to tell you, I was very impressed. Very impressed because you headlined in Vegas, which, by the way, people don't realize because I'm in the entertainment business. I know how hard it is to get a headlining gig in Vegas. It is a big deal. And you did it for a long time. You extended the tour. You've been offered more time, et cetera. Just take me through the experience. You know, how epic was that? Was it the time of your life? Because for me, that seems like just awesome on every level. A hundred percent. Literally that experience changed my life and it could not have come at a better time. Like I was in Vegas in October for the Rise Festival, the Lantern releasing. I go every year. And that was right after, like, Rob and I broke up. I'm so brokenhearted. I'm at this, like, super romantic, like, spiritual Lantern Festival. And I was just, like, really down. And so Kendra Wilkinson and Jay Rodriguez are two good friends of mine. I remembered I saw them on a cab top. And I was like, oh, my God, my friends are doing a show. I'm like, that maybe will cheer me up. So I go and see their show. And we got dinner after and they were saying how their run was done in January. And they're like, wait, they're like, have you ever thought of it? Like, you're an actress. So like, you should audition. I'm like, yeah, right. Like, okay, I'm going to audition and then just like move to Vegas and headline. I'm like, this is a long shot. But the thought of it, I was like, I mean, that could be really cool. I was like, oh, we'll talk about it. The next day I get a phone call from the producer. Hey, so we heard you're interested. We're going to send you some sides that you can put yourself on tape. And I'm like, Wait, uh, oh, okay, sure. So I put myself on tape. I sent it in. I did audition. I wasn't the only person. It wasn't just like, hi, you're on Vanderpump Rules. Here's your role. (laughs) Right. So I did audition. The producers said that they were literally laughing out loud at my audition tape. And like one of their wives walked in the room and was like, what the fuck are you watching? He's like, this is going to be our new star. And, And then it was literally like three weeks later, I'm in Vegas doing the photo shoot for all the billboards. And then three weeks after that, I'm now living there. And I'm like, I have to ask you a question real quick. And I'm going to shut up after this. I just have to say that is such an amazing thing. First, right place. Like people work hard every day. Yeah. And, and I tell people when they ask me, how did I become so successful? Yes. We're all determined and driven and all that stuff, but you also have to have a little luck. 
So you had the ability. You were ready for the opportunity, it seems, Sheena. But, yeah. But good timing. And you have to get a little lucky. And I am blown away by this story because I saw the level of promotion that they were doing in Vegas because you know I go there a lot. And I saw the billboards. I saw the marquee. And I was like, this is badass. And they got a really great response. I remember, like, you know, because Sheena, you, you say that on Vanderpump Rules, you feel like a one-dimensional character. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, you kind of expect when you do something like that for people to really just have that open door of like just criticism. But her reviews, your reviews were off the charts. I agree. Yeah, it was so much fun. I just like, I'm so thankful for that experience at that time in my life. It was really what I needed to just kind of boost my confidence to like get my mojo back. And then I move back to LA and I'm like now in a beautiful apartment in Marina. I was just like, I needed a fresh start. But then I just went back to what I was comfortable with and started sleeping with my best friend and then got in a mess all over again. Oh my like, God. You were doing so well, Sheena. You were doing so well. Wait, Sheena, I have a quick question. Two two questions, two last questions. And and uh, one, um, uh, how many shows did you do? And two, how many seats? were? Because that's a big theater. I've been there. So how, how many seats and how many shows did you end up doing? Do you it know? was... Between two and three hundred seats, I think wow. it was around like two thirty. That's big. That's and really I big. Did, yeah, I did eight shows a week for wow. five months. Oh my god! Sheena, holy shit! And then shit. every Tuesday night, Chester and I would get on the ten p.m. or eleven p.m. Southwest flight, the same flight every Tuesday night. Fly to L.A., do my podcast on Wednesday, fly back Thursday, headline all oh weekend, and then come god. back Tuesday. So you did like a hundred and fifty shows. I mean, that yeah. is that is fucking amazing. And I, I, I wish I wish like on Vanderpump people would get to see that because that is a, a fucking commitment. And, and that's a lot of work. There's a few things that I wish they would have shown. Like, yeah, with this even last. What was it last year? Or the season? No, it was last year that you did Vegas. I feel yeah. like producers should have really dug into that because why it's interesting And number two, this year, you know, Sheena's having to go in and get her eggs frozen. And it was just like something that was treated as just like a trivial thing. Yeah, that's pretty heavy. So that's like the main reason, though, which I'm glad that it actually forced me to start a YouTube channel because I'm like, this is like affecting like brand deals and other job opportunities when it's like, we don't want that desperate, like clingy girl representing our brand. Let's get Britney. Let's get, you know, like someone right. else that it's just like, but I'm like, no, like I'm, I'm cool. I promise. It's just like, <laughs> don't see it on the show. Like I oh wouldn't have God. such a big friend group if I sucked. So no, you definitely don't suck. You're definitely fun. And I, I'm really, really proud of everything that you've done. I mean, you're definitely an inspiring person Beyond. to a lot of people. Thank you. And and I mean this in the best way possible, so don't take this as a as an offensive thing, but I love the fact that Sheena's like a dog and shakes things off. Like when dogs get overly stimulated yeah. or like things affect <laughs> them, they literally shake yeah. and they're back to normal. That yeah. is Sheena but, Shake. But, but that's a gift. Like when somebody has that ability, I think you kind of equate me to that same like you know i could shake it off well that's what's so hard is i look at things that people say as just words and like once someone says sorry i'm like okay all is good and i think sheena's the only other person that does that same thing as well and that's why she and i have continued to have i think a really in-depth friendship yeah because there's been really great highs and really low lows so sheesh i'm really happy that you came on our podcast today i really love you so much me too i love you too and i gotta have you guys on mine soon as well any i just want to tell you, you know where to find us honey anytime and, and i i st- i'm still blown away by the amount of shows you did it's very impressive it's pretty mind-blowing it's pretty right impressive. yeah and i mean it, the show was 69 minutes long oh, so, and shit. <laughs> wait is that be is that because of like the context of the show they made yeah. sure it was 69 oh That's my dope. god yeah. that is so but cool. i mean you know it's over an hour long it was audience interactive it was improv but it was all scripted as well so it's like i mean i was doing that six nights a week like i had a job six nights a week and on fridays and saturdays we did two shows wow and i'm like how is this not on brand for the show i signed up to do when (laughs) it's a reality show based on people in the service industry working to become in the entertainment industry i'm like 
So an actress auditions, books a role for four or five months, but I can't do it because it's not on brand. <laughs> you know, when, okay. when we can make sense of, of Vanderpump rules, um, I think that is when hell will freeze over. And until then, you know, you just let them let them do them and just, I guess, be grateful, you know, but there's, know. there's a lot I'm of like, stuff oh, they don't show. I wish I was blogging back then. I'm like, the amount of content that this world missed of my shenanigans pun intended in vegas but i'm like you know what maybe what happened in vegas is better than it stayed in vegas and not on youtube <laughs> yeah the amount of times i was pulled up on stage at chippendales magic mike and thunder from down under probably should just stay in my phone and in vegas yeah, no feel probably. free to post them on instagram <laughs> yeah um, well look you guys you guys are very like i always say you guys since the day i met lala i say you guys are very blessed that vanderpump's an incredible platform for for everything you guys do but yeah. you know, without I, Vanderpump, I wouldn't even know you, Rand. That's true because I wouldn't have gone to that Christmas dinner that yeah. uh, that we all. So yeah, you're right. That, yeah. uh, by the way, I always thank Vanderpump because I am a kiss ass. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sheena, we love you so much. Tell Brock I you said what's you up. Too. All right, love yeah. you, Sheena. Thank all right, you. Love Bye, you babe. Too. We'll podcast online soon. Yes, yes, I love it. Bye, boo. Dude, I could listen to her just talk about her life forever because it's like, how does so much happen in such a small period of time? Pretty good. Pretty good. You know what? I got to tell you, I've, I always say it. Sheena's so fun. She has su- such a great take on life. She seems like she's in the happiest place I, since I've known her. And I've seen her in some dark places. Dude, but she's been through so much. Yeah. And literally, I'm looking around being like, where's your baggage? <laughs> like gone where it at girl she, she left it at the door which by the way if sheena had her own show i would be a faithful watcher so just would I. saying so would i that was fun you guys i am so grateful that you are tuning in for another episode of give them lala with randall i love y'all more than you know make sure you stay safe cover up your face and we will catch you next week Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.